really a reformer and probably the only reference point we would have for that in uh, closer history uh, would be Martin Luther, amen, when he, uh, when he wrote the 95 Thesis and nailed it upon the doorpost uh, of the church, amen, and brought great reformation, brought great change, brought a return uh, to moving from religiosity uh, back to relationship uh, and seeking and honoring God uh, again, honoring God uh, not from uh, the superficial motions uh, of idol worship, uh, but uh, worshiping God in spirit and in truth, worshiping God uh, from a relational heart experience. Um, he was a great reformer, and as I share this prophetic word uh, with you today and um, revealing the fact that uh, your pastor, you probably didn't know, I'm not sure if uh, uh, pastor knew that he was number 16 yet or not, but um, um, it, it's, it's so, I, I just had church all by myself as the Lord was just speaking to me about all of these things. And in 2 Kings chapter 23 and verse 1, and if you'll just listen, I'll read it for you and uh, you can uh, look at it again later. But the scripture says here, And the king sent and they gathered unto him all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem, and the king went up into the house of the Lord and all the men of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem with him and the priests and the prophets and all the people. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, and all the people. All the people, both small and great, and he read in their ears the word of the book of the covenant which was found in the house of the Lord. And incidentally, uh, that book of the covenant that was found was the book of Deuteronomy and, and Josiah, uh, the king began to read the word of God, uh, the covenant uh, of God in the ears uh, of the people. And the king, now listen, and the king stood by a pillar and made a covenant before the Lord uh, to walk after the Lord and to keep his commandments uh, and his testimonies uh, and his statutes uh, with their heart uh, and with their soul to perform the words of this covenant uh, that were written in the book, and all the people stood to the covenant. All the people, in other words, all the people also entered into the same covenant uh, that the king uh, made that day before God. Uh, I'm telling you it's not enough today uh, for the pastors to be uh, in covenant uh, with God here at Cornerstone Worship Center, but what God will require of us uh, for this church uh, uh, to move into this season uh, of increase, uh, this time of God's increase, uh, is that everyone enter in uh, uh, to that covenant. How many can say, thank God, uh, I am in covenant. Uh, I have uh, uh, come into covenant uh, uh, with God, uh, but it's important that you allow your souls uh, uh, to come in covenant uh, with these pastors. Uh, amen. Uh, Satan, uh, and Jesus said it's the little foxes that spoil the Fine, uh, the spoil the vine. Um, uh, so often, it's just those little differences, those little uh, divisions uh, uh, that keep uh, 
a body of believers from ever reaching their full uh, potential and coming uh, uh, together. I'm telling you, Jesus, uh, as Paul said, Christ in you, uh, the hope of glory, uh, when you allow Jesus to be uh, the common denominator in every soul, that's when the church uh, uh, comes together. Amen. Uh, Some like it loud. uh, Some like it soft. uh, Some like this uh, and some like that. uh, But I'm telling you, we all love Jesus. Uh, uh, Somebody say amen. And if we got Jesus Uh, we're family Uh, if you have Jesus uh, uh, we have the covenant that's necessary to bring us into what he wants us to be but Josiah was a reformer and uh, during Josiah's reign in Judah's king he done something very important during his work of bringing reform amen and uh, you may think superficially well Do we need reformation? Do we need reform? Uh, Let me tell you from experience in leading God's church that we always need reformation. We always need reform. We always need revival. We always need renewal. We always need fresh dedication. Uh, We always need a a greater anointing. We always need to draw a near unto God. Don't just save these altars uh, uh, for new believers coming in uh, uh, for repentance. Uh, It's a great place uh, uh, for the church to move closer. Amen. In this season of God's increase, uh, uh, be sure that you remain uh, as you've been historically uh, a praying church. Uh, uh, There's an old uh, uh, adage it says a family that prays together uh, stays together. Let me tell you uh, that the family of God, uh, when we pray together, uh, we'll stay together and we'll move towards receiving increase in God. Amen. Um, Josiah, in his work of reform, he tore down the altars that had made their way into the temple of the Lord. The idols and the altars that were there for the purpose of not Jehovah God worship, but if you can imagine, worship of Baal. Uh, There were a lot of things that had had entered in uh, to the kingdom that were so contrary uh, to the things of God. And uh, the thing that makes me most excited uh, about the work of King Josiah was the fact uh, uh, that he restored the observance of Passover. Amen. He restored the observance of Passover that had been forsaken and all but forgotten. Amen. I'm telling you, the Word will always bring us back, uh, amen, into uh, proper alignment. And as uh, they read uh, from the covenant, uh, as they read uh, of the Scriptures uh, in Deuteronomy, it brought them back. uh, And thank God for a leader uh, with a heart to take uh, leadership that wouldn't be satisfied uh, with the status quo uh, of what has always been uh, and what has always been done, uh, but a man of God uh, 
that had a heart that says uh, uh, those things uh, uh, may have been okay, uh, but this is where God uh, is taking us. God is always about leading the church uh, uh, forward. Uh, Amen. It took the Israelites 40 years uh, uh, to get out uh, uh, because they kept going around uh, in circles, but my friends, the day and the hour uh, that we're living in does not afford us uh, uh, the time uh, to go around in circles. Uh, We need to go straight forward uh, in God and pursue uh, the season of increase that has come. Praise God. Look at your neighbor and say, thank God he's over halfway done already. With the message, I don't mean me personally being done, okay? Just for clarification. Amen. Amen. Josiah was king for 31 years, and with that I thought how wonderful And uh, it was certainly a privilege to spend nearly two decades here with you. But um, I thought, God, it sure would be good if you'll just allow this couple to drive their tent stakes in so deep that they'll be here to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, come on, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I I just kind of felt it quicken in my spirit. 16, and we're out of here. Hallelujah. 16, and we're rapture ready, but we'll work till Jesus comes. Amen. Verse 25 said in 2 Kings chapter 23, verse 25, And like unto him there was no king before him that turned to the Lord with all of his heart, uh, and there was uh, with all of his heart and soul, and with all of his might, according to the law of Moses, neither after him arose there any like him. And I speak uh, in the name of the Lord today that God has ordained this pastor and will make him great uh, in his kingdom. He's already great. His reputation uh, precedes him. Uh, the work that they've already done uh, in God's kingdom is great uh, and notable and they've got a great reputation in the kingdom. But I want to say uh, that God is going to elevate them, uh, not for uh, the, their glory, but for His glory. Amen. And this church uh, will be one of the most remarkable churches, uh, not just in the community, uh, but in the region. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. God has ordained... Pastor TJ and, and Tristan and their family to be here at this time. And there's never been a time like this time. And uh, 2 Kings chapter 22, verse 2 said, And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. He walked in the way of David his father and turned not aside to the right hand or the left. And Cornerstone Worship Center, I want to speak to you for just a moment, if I may, a few things that God has um, given me specifically uh, for all of you, and that is that in this time of God's increase, this time of God's increase, I want you to understand something today, and I want you to make note of this in your spirit that you have in your possession today everything that you need to be in a, a season, be in this time, this time, 
this specific time of God's increase. You already have everything that you need. You have him. I said you have him. And you have them. And you have each other. You have the facilities. You have the property. Amen. You have the worship. Uh, how essential was the tribe of Judah in the history of the nation? Amen. The singers that went before. Amen. I'm telling you that brought the worship. Uh, as If we'll just remain a worshiping church, uh, I'm telling you that will put fuel uh, in the tank uh, of going forward. Uh, if we would just remain uh, a praying and a worshiping uh, uh, people, somebody say amen. But you have what you need uh, already to go uh, where God wants you to go and experience the things that you will experience. What does increase mean exactly? Well, uh, simplistically, it means to make greater, to make greater uh, in size, in amount, or intensity, somebody say amen, or even in degree, amen. So we understand uh, that, that increase is about more, but what as it applies to God's church? Uh, and uh, I want to uh, tell you what God has spoken into my spirit uh, uh, prophetically and just declare uh, some things to you quickly as we address the question, what does increase uh, uh, look like? Uh, I want to tell you that uh, increase uh, is the fishes uh, and the loaves that were presented uh, uh, to Jesus. Uh, increase uh, is when it seems like what you have uh, is not nearly enough, uh, but then when the Lord, uh, uh, when it's given to God, uh, all of a sudden uh, you've got even more. Uh, than, is He not the all-sufficient one? Uh, is He not the God uh, that is more uh, than enough? Uh, amen. Uh, uh, you know, I've always wondered about those 12 uh, baskets of fragments uh, uh, to remain, uh, uh, that, that remain. What, what happened uh, uh, to them uh, I just can't help but wonder if maybe the 12 uh, uh, disciples uh, didn't take them uh, amen and continue to distribute uh, uh, the leftovers uh, amen I know Peter didn't waste his he was a fisherman he liked fish amen but increase is the fishes and the loaves increase is the story during Jesus' earthly ministry, uh, uh, when there was a, a paralytic uh, a man that uh, was born uh, for and because uh, the master healer, uh, the master teacher uh, was in the house, uh, uh, that it was so cram-packed and what a lovely uh, crowd of uh, uh, believers today. It's so good to see so many people uh, up there in the balcony uh, uh, today. Give yourselves uh, a hand uh, for climbing those stairs. Amen. If we was at the basketball game, you guys would be in the cheap seats. The paralytic man that was carried by four of his friends, desperate for healing, and they knew Jesus was the only one that could help him. But the crowd was so massive that they tore up the roof, as you know now, I'm not suggesting that you tear the roof off the church this coming week or anything like that. But you get the point. Amen. It's, it's about increase. It's about overflow. 
it's about a full house. And I'm telling this of the Lord. Did not our Lord Jesus say, I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Amen. What does increase look like? Increase looks like this. It's an environment that has entered into the house of the Lord. Why and how? Because that environment of worship and honor and faith and trust is in the uh, DNA uh, of every heart and soul uh, and as we come and go uh, amen in and out uh, of the house of the Lord uh, that like a mushroom cloud uh, uh, that it's not contained uh, just here uh, but when you go out uh, uh, that that uh, glory the Shekinah glory uh, amen and the victory uh, of your Lord uh, uh, goes with you and Jesus said when I'm lifted up uh, I will draw all men I remember when we first were blessed uh, uh, to move here and uh, some of you remember where we were once located uh, in that kind of quiet uh, area of town in Bedford I always said we were back those days uh, uh, we were a little bit hard uh, uh, to find but God seen fit uh, to move us out here on a highway uh, uh, where in those days about 19,000 cars uh, a day would go up and down uh, of the highway and God placed you uh, in a place uh, of prominence and notability uh, uh, for a reason. And I remember the first time uh, uh, that someone ever come to church uh, and said, uh, well, I was just driving by uh, and I felt the Holy Ghost uh, begin to tell me uh, 